welcome to The Student Space, a podcast for students about high school, life after school, and how to actually be an adult. In this episode, I'm joined by Maddie, who is the founder of an e-commerce store, forthesoul.au. Maddie never thought of being a business owner as she had her heart set on completing a Bachelor of Speech Pathology at university. Find out in this episode about Maddie deciding to defer her uni course to work on her business full-time and what advice she would give to anyone thinking of starting their own online business. Enjoy! Before we jump into the chat, I want to respectfully acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I'm recording this podcast and pay my respects to the elders past and present of the Rwandri people of the Kulon Nations. Welcome, Maddie, to an episode of The Student Space. I'm so excited to have you here today. We are going to talk all about your entrepreneurial pathway. We are. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. So start off by telling us a little bit about who you are and what your passions are. Um, My name is Maddie. I'm 20 years old and I graduated high school in 2018 from Ave Maria College in Aberfeldy. Um, On the side, I play netball and I used to be a competitive swimmer also. Oh, pretty cool. Now, tell me a bit more about your high school days. So what was your high school experience like, particularly in year 11 and year 12? Yeah, so I was um, really academic during high school. In year 12, I was academic captain. I spent basically all of my time studying during year 12. I thought it just have to really nail down and really do it. Um, and I was, I wanted to finish year 12 and think I'd put in all I could and finished off with what I could achieve. And so you said you were academic, cap- academic captain. What does that mean? Did you like help others? Um, yeah, so I was like the... Um, the representative of like the academic side of the college so any like academic events or like advice or activities I planned and I ran throughout the college throughout the year. Ah, Very cool and when you were in school when did you know or how did you decide what you wanted to do after year 12? So I remember being in year nine and they sat us down and they said, what uni do you want to go to and what course do you want to do? Really? And I looked at them and I said, I have no idea. Wait, but year nine's early. Yes. So that was when we started like a career subject and it was so amazing. So so, like it gave you so much insight to all different types of avenues you want to go to during high school. But I didn't, I had no idea. So lots of my friends thought I'm going to do teaching, I'm going to do nursing And I thought, I just haven't found something yet that really interests me. Like a few things did, but I was like, I can't see myself doing this full time, you know? So I did think that I wanted to do midwifery, but I think it was at the end of year 10, I thought, I'm not sure about like working in a hospital. Like I'm not kind of like good with that stuff, but I did want to be, do something within the health field. So I thought like allied health would be good. And I love working with kids. So speech pathology came about and so from the end of year 10 I knew during year 11 and 12 that what I was aiming for was to get into a speech pathology lovely and so I believe that's what an 88 yes so I think I needed 82 at the time yeah and you said you were studying all the time did that impact you in any way um it kind of just like made me really nervous because I knew that I was spending so much time studying so if I didn't get an amazing result I felt like all of that time was just being wasted. So I did put a lot of pressure on myself. I remember getting like a 98% on a test and being so upset. And I knew that I was being silly. Like there was girls in my class and they were like, oh, like what did Maddie get? Like a bit. And I I didn't want to show that I was upset, 
but I deep down was like that was like one mark I could have gotten and I could have gotten 100 and I know it sounds so silly now but at the time that's how I really did feel absolutely and no judgment for feeling that way because I understand that a lot of students listening are quite hard on themselves and do aim to get perfect scores yes I literally put so much pressure on myself and I do regret it because I didn't enjoy my high school experience as much as I could if I just relaxed a little bit oh so going back knowing what you do now do you think you would have done anything differently um I think it helped me grow as a person 100% and I've learned so many things from it but I don't I wish I could change things but if I went back I don't think I could I'm just the type of person that is a perfectionist like yep. if I wrote the title and it wasn't neat enough like I'd pull it out of my book and rewrite it like oh my goodness it was not healthy <laughs> yeah and so I did mention today that our chat is about entrepreneurial but did you did you even do business um I did do I did vet business I never did oh. business management I did vet business in year 11 and 12 and it was my strongest subject oh. I also did a um business competition in year 10 it was run by Vic Uni and all the year 10 and 11 students around Victoria created their own business like as an entrepreneur and I actually placed first place in Victoria that's incredible so I had all these signs that to start business business. was for me like that business was my strongest subjects like the entrepreneur um competition I won but like I never ever thought to do anything in business like it just did not interest me at all wow okay so you had some signs about business but you still had your heart set on yes, speech pathology extremely set on speech and then you finish year 12 you did really well yes and you got into speech pathology so you thought dream come true yes and now tell me about that transition to first year uni so when I got my acceptance into speech pathology I was I thought my life was complete. I was set and I thought, here we go. I'm going to do four years of speech pathology. I'm going to become a speech pathologist and that's it. I got to uni and I hated it. I hated every second of it. I, in year 12, was the type of student that studied for hours, was extremely organized. When I was in uni, I had no idea when anything was due. I was barely passing. I was not trying at all. And I thought, oh my gosh, like what's happening to me? Like what is wrong with me? This is, not, this is not the type of student I am. And I thought I had worked so hard in year 12 to get here. Like I need to start really trying in uni because I didn't go through all of that during year 12. I was seeing a psychologist because I was fainting during my sucks because I was extremely putting so much pressure on myself. So I thought this isn't healthy. Like I can't be putting this much pressure on myself. And if I plan to get a 98 I can't be passing out during my sacks. I need to be able to sit them. You need to complete the sacks yes, to get the 98 exactly right. Oh my goodness. Yes. That is a lot of pressure to have on yourself. And it particularly is. your aim was, say, what, a 98 Yes. And your course was only 80-something. Yes. Was That's that just why a personal? Every, yes, everyone was telling me, you only need 82, just aim for 82. But no matter who told me, like, the school was so supportive. I spoke to so many teachers and they were trying to tell me, my mom was trying to tell me, and I'm like, I don't care who tells me, you won't change my mind. Wow. That's basically how I felt during year 12. But honestly, a lot of us are in that mindset that we are quite stubborn and we have our own personal yes. goals. So while while we do have high goals of like 90 or – I was going to say 100. That's not even no. – 90 or 99 or whatever it may be, we can still do a course that's 80 or yes, 60 or 70. doesn't matter. Just because you have the ability to get into something high doesn't mean you have to aim so high. So when you were in speech pathology for your first year – did you make friends? Did you go on campus? Did you decide, like, why was it not for you? 
Um, I had like a few friends from my course, but it wasn't kind of like I hung around to be there for extra time. Like I literally just went, did my class and left. Like I didn't participate in anything. Like I just wanted to get the class over and done with. Yeah. What about the content? What did you learn in the first year? Um, so the first thing that we learned was kind of similar to English language that I did in year 12. So it was kind of about, um, phonetics and all of that type of stuff. A lot of it was also got to do with health, like child development and stuff, which I really, like, I enjoyed health. Health was my favorite subject in high school, but in uni, I just, I could not invest in myself in it. Absolutely. And then, okay. At what moment did you think, I'm out of here. I I'm, I don't like this. And, and does that link with starting your business? Yeah. Well, I never planned to leave uni and I had no idea that I was ever going to start a business. I thought I absolutely hate uni, but I just have to get through it for four years. Yep. So I'm the type of person that I plan my life out. And if it doesn't go according, I freak out. Yeah. So I had no plan to change. I didn't want to add a year to my degree. Like I was like, nope, four years and I would get through it. And that's my life plan. Yep. Um, we went into lockdown and my job as a swimming teacher closed and I thought what can I do with my spare time because I'm not spending my time studying so I thought to just start this business as something that would be really small something really on the side so I created an Instagram one night and I started off with only the zodiac signs yep so I used to write them in my notes on my phone like the descriptions that's how it all started um yeah so I did that and I set like a launch date And I started posting like what I was going to be selling. And I had people messaging me asking like, when are these going to be available? Can I buy one now? Like I want to buy one before you launch them because it's my friend's birthday next week. And I was like, hold on a minute. Like this, this is like getting a lot of interest. Um, So I did start it and it went crazy and I really enjoyed it. Like I loved chatting to customers. I loved packing orders and like when people reshare them on their story, like it just is so rewarding. So I was doing that and it was increasing and increasing and increasing, but I was also still doing online uni. It got to the point where I'd turn my camera off and not listen to uni and pack orders. (laughs) And it was then I was kind of like, okay, like what's happening? Like, this isn't me. Like this, I would never do this during year 12. So it did become extremely full time, but at the same time, my uni side was stressing me out and mentally, like it just wasn't making me happy and it, I got to the point where I'd stare at my laptop screen and just pull my eyes out and be like I just can't bring myself to do this like I am not interested whatsoever plus I didn't listen so I found it hard because I would they were talking about th- things yes. and you were like okay I have no idea what they're talking about because I've been busy packing these boxes it was like a cycle like I would get upset because I didn't know what to do or <laughs> what what's a pass but then I didn't want to listen either so I was like this is like not a win-win situation for me um and I got to the point one night I had an assignment to do and I just couldn't do it and I was crying and I was crying and I was like this is not bringing me any happiness and my mum said that's it like you cannot continue if this isn't bringing you happiness like what do you want out of your life and I always think if my life was to end today would I be happy and at that point I was like no the answer is no and I was getting so much happiness out of the business so I thought okay maybe this is a sign like let's just I at the start I was like I'm just going to take a break from uni I'm just going to defer which I have done that and I if I do plan to go back I will probably do something in business because it's obviously something that interests me a lot more but I was nervous to drop out I was extremely nervous 
for one, I was nervous of what people would think because I was always the academic, like, you know, everyone thought that I was so smart and I didn't want people to think like, oh, like Maddie dropped out of uni. Like I was so nervous, but everyone was so supportive. Like all of my friends, all of my family were so supportive of my decision. So I'm so thankful because it made it a lot easier on me. But yeah, I did think like this is not bringing me happiness. Like I don't, I don't want to continue with something like this for anyone listening this is such wise words of advice because once upon a time I was in your position where I hated my course but unfortunately I did stick it out and in that point in time where you asked yourself what do I want in my life and you said happiness something that brings you a value where you're enjoying yourself yeah that's exactly what you should do by chasing your passions and a hundred percent and in some ways, you wouldn't have known this in year 11 and year 12. No. You kind of just had to go through the motions and experience things to work yes. out. I like it or I don't like it. Yes. And I was also so nervous to drop out because I thought I had gone through so much in year 12. Like, I didn't want to just race that whole year that I tried so hard, went through so much just to drop out of uni. But now what do you think? Do you think it was a waste, that hard work? or do you Not think, at all. Yeah. I think that it made me grow and made me realize, like, you know, I've learned how to be organized and I've learned obviously not to put so much pressure on myself and obviously with help from teachers and the psychologists like I've learned different strategies like that I will take with me on my during my life absolutely and so when you decided to um drop out yeah I'm not gonna say drop out because you you have deferred we haven't fully pulled the pin no I haven't but um you said your parents were very supportive yeah did you receive any backlash at all no not at all oh that's good everyone knew how unhappy I was and they they thought the same as me that if anything I was the one that was so giving yourself myself yes exactly giving myself backlash everybody else is so supportive and if anyone is listening as well and you are getting backlash those people who are putting in their two cents probably reconsider whether they are in your circle of friends do they mean your value to you anyway exactly right um they should support your decision no matter what really I totally agree and now talk me through your brand the concept development you said you started writing it in your notes. Yes. How, did you do all the branding yourself? How did you come up with the name? Um, I literally like just sat in my bedroom and started it one day. I, so I did do the Zodiac sign. So I wrote them in my notes. And for the soul, I have no idea how I came up with that. But I couldn't think of anything more fitting. Okay. So I started with the um, Zodiac signs. I created the logo, the Instagram, the Facebook all by myself. And mind you, I had no experience with any of this. So you're just trialing things. Yes. I think I changed my logo like 50 times. Like I had no idea what I was doing, but I was like, you know what? I really enjoy it. So it didn't bother me that I had to change it that many times. Um, And then I it went crazy and all I had on my Instagram was 12 posts, 12 Zodiac signs. How many signs. followers did you start off with? Literally like 20. Like, wow. yes, I had, it was probably all my friends, yep. like friends and family. That's it. Like, um, and then people started buying for other people. Like my friend would buy for their friend that I didn't know and then they would follow me. So it was kind of through word of mouth. Um, and then I thought, what from here? Like, where do I take this? I only have 12 zodiac signs. Like, I can't just keep basing it off that. So I start. I wrote it to my best friend print. And ever since then, I get Instagram direct messages every day saying, can you do my, to my mom, to my, wow. literally everything, sister, brother, auntie, niece. Um, and then I started doing like mindfulness and well-being prints, like self-love, self-worth. So people, like I have customers messaging every day for different ones. So I have now a whole list that, 
I just run from. Wow. Yes. So you definitely built up, which is which is excellent. Yes. How at what point did you think, okay, this little small business, and I'm saying small business in a little quotation marks, yeah. it's definitely not small. Yes. When did you think, oh, this is the real deal? This is like a full time gig. Yes. Well, I did um get a website made for me because I had no idea how to do that. Um and then the more orders that were coming through, obviously the more time I spent packing and the less time I had for anything else. And obviously the profit that I was making and the time I was spending, I was thinking, okay, like this is getting extremely busy. And I also started off in my study, in my bedroom, which wasn't very small. The more, obviously the more orders I needed, the more stock that I needed. And then I moved into the front lounge room of my house. So my mom let me move in and it was like, it was a big space, but obviously over time, the more orders I got, the more, the bigger the space I needed. So now I moved into my own office because I have space to stock all of my um, frames, all of the packaging, all of that type of stuff that I would have had to store in the front room of my house. That's crazy. So yeah. And now for anyone listening, I'm sure so many students would love to start their own business or their, their own e-commerce store one day. Thinking back to now what you know just by learning, and I'm sure you would have been Googling and yes, through, you know, asking people, but can you recommend what tools or what skills students should learn or be able to do before they start their own business? Yes. Yeah, so I have spent hours and hours on YouTube and websites and watching other entrepreneurs see what they do and just like running from all of those ideas. So... um obviously starting social media social media is so big nowadays so it's so important especially if your audience is around the age that would use Instagram absolutely so I at the start I only had an Instagram because I thought that I would just target like younger girls um but then I did start a Facebook because some older women are also um purchasing for their grandchildren and stuff like that um Instagram ads is so big something that I would highly suggest and something that's really helped me did you teach yourself Instagram ads yes off YouTube wow yes because that's really tricky complex yes it has been so frustrating because sometimes like it just doesn't work out for me or it's like rejected and I'm like oh my god like why is this happening to me but yeah so now I'm really confident in doing them but it is something that's really tricky so obviously it does take a lot of research and um like practice practice to aim them at the perfect um customers um what else what about like accounting software or like managing the money managing the money yeah sounds so funny but you know what I mean yes no at the start like I had no idea what I was doing I was just kind of like winging it basically but obviously the more that it grew like I've got an accountant now and we obviously work everything out and everything's very professional um but yeah it is very tricky at the start not knowing like I had no experience. I've never done anything in business like this. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm assuming there would have been a few obstacles or challenges. Yes. Um, have you ever thought of giving up? Um, I just remind myself success doesn't come overnight. Like it's a work in progress. I have worked with so many influencers like Tammy Hembrow, Sky Wheatley, Emily Hembrow, so many, especially other influencers like micro influencers. And there has been some where... I have worked with them, but I haven't researched their following enough to know their audience type. So I have spent money to collab with them and it hasn't worked out because they have the wrong target 
audience. Yeah. Like if we have a fitness model, they're not going to – a lot of the time they have women and men following them for their fitness journey, not for Personal things growth that or, I yeah, yeah. Yeah, promote. Yeah. Oh, but I guess, like you said, it's a learning experience. Exactly. Like I'm – although it didn't work out for me, now I know and I won't make that mistake again. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I assume you are definitely juggling a lot. And so what does a typical day in your life look like? Yes. Or even a week if it's different day to day? Yeah. So I got this ask the other day and I was like, I am so busy. Like, what do I actually do? So um, I come to my office every day and I start my day by answering all the emails. So I get lots of emails from customers saying that they either like ordered the wrong Zodiac sign, they need to change it. They ordered the wrong size color frame etc all of that type of stuff or people just um contacting me about where they order like how far away it is and stuff like that so I always spend my morning email uh, replying to emails I then pack orders for majority of the day so I try to get them out as soon as I can for people so I spend a lot of my time packing orders and I do that here in my office um I then plan because I also have a tiktok following which I must say everyone should definitely check out thank you um so I plan TikTok content I film TikTok content I edit it upload it I also plan Instagram stories Instagram posts and write different um prints because I have to keep them coming and just like all of the little nitty-gritty stuff that you have to get done absolutely yeah. and now while you've mentioned all that this is a one-man show so there's not one person packing there's no. not another person writing there's not someone <laughs> else doing the emails <laughs> yes it's all you which yeah. is incredible yes that is it does get overwhelming and eventually I will need somebody else um to help me out I do have lots of family and friends to support me and they say if you have need like 100% will come down even like my friend comes to hang out with me in my office just to keep me company or my boyfriend will come down just because I am in an office five days a week by myself so I still have kept the swimming teaching job just part-time just to like get out and socialize kind of thing because I am lonely in my office at the moment absolutely I think within these four walls it's great and you're definitely developing but it's good for some social contact exactly yes that's why I'm still there I know right and now you've been operating for a year is that right almost a year in August yes wow you're gonna have a one-year celebration yes I'm excited for like a birthday party yeah (laughs) and so what has been your proudest achievement since the beginning like has it been like a huge uh, influencer collab has it been sales that you made like um I think definitely moving into the office I think that was I've never imagined ever starting first of all my full-time business or second of all moving into my office so yeah I'd say definitely moving into the office and even like relying on this for income as a full-time job absolutely and so what's coming next you've got your prints yes I also have a journal oh yes so it's a higher self journal and inside it is like you reflect on your gratitude your things to do I'm going to buy one. Yes. No, I'll have to show you. It's so good. But I have so many ideas. I don't even know where to start. The next step is obviously I'm going to continue um, getting out as many prints as possible, but probably getting someone in to help me. Yeah, Definitely. absolutely. Yeah. Which leads me to my next question. Mm-hmm. So we've got a lot of high school students listening yes. and potentially some first year uni students. Yeah. Are there any opportunities to work or volunteer with you? Yes, definitely. I will be looking eventually. I will need someone to help out. Not just yet. I'm still finding my feet. I just have moved into my office. So I just want to settle down, make sure I know what I'm doing first before I bring somebody else into the environment. Um, 
but yeah, that probably will be my next step. So eventually I will be looking for someone if anyone needs work. That's very exciting. So where can we find you? What are your handles? Yep. So on TikTok, it's at forthesoul.au. Instagram is also at forthesoul.au and Facebook is forthesoulau. And the website is www.forthesoul-au.com. Awesome. And now lastly, I ask everyone this. What is something that you wish you knew when you were in year 11 and year 12? Um, I'd probably say if you're, if you have a plan for your life and if it goes according, that's amazing, fantastic, good on you. But if it doesn't, that's also okay, because that's something that I wish I knew because I had an age that I was going to graduate, an age that I was going to move out. Like, and obviously sometimes it doesn't go to plan. So if it doesn't, that's okay. Absolutely. Well, Maddie, thank you so, so, so much for joining us on the student space. I've been so inspired by your chat and I'm sure many students are you know inspired by this thank you for having me if you like this episode or have any more questions head over to our instagram at the dot student space now there is a full stop between the and student and just remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not provide any personal advice thank you for all your support everyone see you later